Hey there, this is Tiff from Reach Your Potential with Tiff. What we do here is we build the belief and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life. We develop the mindset, the strategies, and the habits to bring out the person you are destined to become. Listen up, take notes, let's go. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to Reach Your Potential with Tiff. What I want to do today is I want to share another episode with you from the Tiffany Micah podcast show. And the reason for this is, is because it doesn't matter if you're a sports person or not, this being curious, this starting with a beginner's mindset is going to help you in everything that you do in anything that you do. It doesn't matter whether you're, you know, working on a a business or you're a uh, musician or you're a dancer, an actor or um, whatever it is that you do. I want you to have a listen to this episode as well on why you should have a beginner's mindset with with things that you do and uh, how it can really benefit for you benefit you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't go anywhere. Keep listening and uh, I hope you enjoy it. And oh yeah, by the way, if you get value out of it, if it's helped you, love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard as well. That'd be great. Appreciate that. So dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Something happened really exciting the other day when I was working at the, this particular golf club that I work at and two very famous people walked in to the door to play golf. And one was, um, the husband, he's from a very famous international band and his wife has been a world champion in her sport five times. I'm not going to say who they are, but they are well-known, well, well, <laughs> that's tongue twister, worldwide. And uh, you see, I was really excited because as you can uh, imagine, you know, seeing two well-accomplished people walk in the door and, and experts in their craft, uh, you know, I, I've got a huge respect for that. And also, I wanted to also respect their privacy as well. That's why I'm not going to say who they were, but... Um, because, you know, they wanted to come out, have a hit of golf, do some recreation with, with a few of their friends. And, you know, the, the exciting thing for us at the moment here in Australia is that due to the COVID-19 and what's going on there, we can still play golf. And a lot of the reason for that is, is because it's a sport where social distancing is easy to do. There are other precautions in place to ensure that, you know, no one's left vulnerable or anything to the virus, but that's a good thing. So if you're in lockdown and you can't do anything, I apologize for that, but uh, we've been fortunate enough to catch the curve early. So anyway, so let's get back to the exciting part. So this five-time world champion in her sport, she had written um, a book, uh, which I read a few years ago and 
I was just so excited because I wanted to tell her how much I really enjoyed her book. Uh, I, I did send her an email when I when I did read it, and I was never sure whether she actually received it, but I just wanted to let her know what impact the book had on me and how much I could relate to what she was talking about and sharing from the mental side. And, you know, she was here at the golf club and I really wanted to tell her and I was, I was really excited to see her and I, I just wanted to, you know, I did. I wanted to tell her just how much I got out of the book because I really think it's a really nice thing to do is to give someone some feedback and let them know that what they shared did have an impact on someone else and you know it's inspiring and it's real and she went through it and and she took us you know when you read through her book it took us on that journey or took me on that journey with her and I could feel the pain that she was going through and the torment mental torment that she was going through but she was able to able to overcome that and become world champion and so on so so I, I, I was because of what I had read through her book. That's book I really wanted to tell her, you know. Wow, you know, you you had a huge impact on me, and and she's very humble. She's very quiet about it. Just said thank you, because um, I think she's that kind of person, and I didn't want to force myself on her. So um, I, I just wanted to uh, let her know that I really enjoyed the book, and uh, I didn't want to invade her privacy so off they went and they played their round with their friends they returned they came back in from their round and I asked them the question what I always ask everyone is how'd you go and the comment made was he played well but I wasn't very good but I guess that's golf and then her husband said oh she only does the things that she's good at now that really made me stop and think in right at that moment when that that comment was made and I thought oh, I'm just gonna put that in you know in the back of my head for the time being because that's something about what I want to really talk about with you today is that uh you know about this comment I was only you know whether it's you know this this woman that only does things that she's good at or someone else only does things that she's good at I wanted to really break down that comment and have a look at what actually was said because I want you to really listen to what I've got to say from this point about that comment. And I don't want you to think that I'm denigrating this couple in any way because I, I am not. I've got a huge respect for them and what they've achieved. And uh, But I, I want you to just have a listen to what I have to say about that comment uh, because it's... <laughs> It's all about helping you, okay? So I don't want you to think that, you know, oh, well, I only do the things that I'm good at because I want you to think of it this way. If you only do the things that you're good at, how are you going to improve? How would you improve if you only do the things that you're good at? Interesting question, isn't it? So... This then leads me to, well, how do you get good at something? You learn how to do it, don't you? That's how you get good at something. That's how this couple were able to do what it is that they're able to achieve. They learned how to do it and they worked on it. 
So this is where there's a misconception for high performers or high, high achievers, and not only them, really, this is for everyone, but you're not good at something if you don't know how to do it. That's, that's, that's how it is. You're not good at something if you don't know how to do it. So being a, at a world-class level at what you know and doing really well at something and then putting this expectation onto something else that you don't know much about, it's, it's unrealistic. Too much pressure. And then because you have this high expectation, then and you have this attitude for everything that you do and don't don't get me wrong I want you to have a high expectation for everything that you do but also be realistic about well you know what I'm not an expert in this area I'm an expert in something else it's like me um, going to do kickboxing right I haven't got a clue so I wouldn't have the attitude that I would expect to be incredibly good at it coming from us you know the sports that I've played over my life tennis especially tennis golf uh cricket hockey softball you know rowing soccer all, all the sports that I've played along the way I don't expect that I would be really good at kickboxing a sport like that because I haven't got a clue how to do it right and the thing is, it's okay to not know much about, you know, this new sport or you're struggling to do it because the, the, the reality is, is you haven't put the effort in and you haven't put the time in, you haven't put the, the workload in, into learning how to do it or even learning how to do it properly. And that's tough. That's tough for a high achiever. It's tough for a high performer because when that expectation is there that everything that we put our hand to we should excel immediately it's unrealistic and the reality is is that you don't you don't excel immediately in something that you put your hand to if you've never done it before or had very limited experience with it but the thing is is it's really tough on the ego because it brings up vulnerabilities and you don't want to look like that you can't do something, especially when you've been world-class at something. People have that expectation that you should be able to do that. I, I remember watching Ian Thorpe, um, the Thorpedo from years ago, uh, you know, one of our best swimmers that's ever come out of out of swimming. And, you know, he used to glide through the water. It was magical to watch him. He used to make everything look so effortless. And I saw him have a hit of tennis, um, a um, you know, Sydney International event years ago with Martina Hingis, and I thought, God, he can't play. He can't play tennis. And I was like, Oh well, you know, how is he supposed to play tennis anyway? Because he's he was an expert in swimming, so you just can't compare it. So even though that I never became a world champion te in tennis, but I, I still had that opportunity to play tennis at a high level. Uh, trying to break into the pro ranks and playing overseas. So I was still at a really good competitive level. And you may have even heard like my lack of belief stories that held me back and so on. I've always been really good at sport because it's been, it's been my life and I've played every sport at school. And I represented the school in most sports. However, when I stopped pursuing 
tennis at the age of 20 because of lack of belief and I gave up on me and all of that sort of thing. And then we springboard 14 years later. I thought I'd give golf a try because I'm going to share a story with you about this, about this attitude of expecting to be really good at something that you haven't done before. Okay. So if we spring springboard forward 14 years into, okay, I'm going to try out golf. And I tried out golf for two reasons. The first reason was because I was incredibly lonely. Um, I was in a really bad relationship. So, um, and had come out of that and moved back in with my parents at the ripe old age of 33, 34. Uh, so I thought it was a good time for me to, to get out and actually meet, meet people because, uh, I just didn't want to mix with anyone. Um, and the second reason was that I wanted to do a new sport. I just felt like tennis, my relationship with tennis was over and I didn't get what I wanted out of, out of tennis. And, you know, I still had that heartbreak. I was still carrying that heartbreak from, from, you know, not accomplishing my sports dream, uh, with tennis. And I thought, well, golf might be okay to do for me because it looks pretty easy. Like how hard could that be? You know, ball's not moving. It's different from tennis. I I don't have to, you know, run to the ball or anything like that. And I don't have to play against anyone else. I can just play for myself. So how hard can that be? And I thought, okay, well, let's, let's do that. So those were the, really the main two reasons that I thought I'd give golf, golf a go. And my beautiful mum, cause she's always incredibly supportive, uh, bought me some golf lessons for, for Christmas. And, and I understood that the fact of being a, a tennis coach for the part, the previous 10 years up until that point, um, and being an athlete myself, I, I knew and understood the importance of learning the technique from a coach and you know, my attitude will is especially from a coaching point of view, well, what's the point of trying to figure things out and fumbling your way along when I can go to, you know, go to an expert, someone that knows a lot more than me about the sport and can, you know, I can be taught how to do it properly. And I'll, I'll tell you my first golf lesson, I was hopeless. I was useless. I didn't get one ball up in the air. I hit the ball left and right. I had miss hits. I hit the ball everywhere. But I think, I don't even remember hitting. I think I hit a couple of straight shots, but they're along the ground. Like they call them worm burners. Killed all the worms along the way. But I fell in love that day. And I fell in love with, with the sport, just like I did with tennis all those years ago. And it was that feeling that, oh, I could do this for the rest of my life. Because I really love that hitting a bat and ball. I like that striking of a bat and ball. And I've always been that inclined to a, to a, a, a bat and ball sport. Because I really love anything that you do with a ball. So... Like I said, I was pretty hopeless and I was pretty useless and, you know, I didn't make a decent connection. But because I knew from my previous experience as a coach and also my previous experience as an athlete, I knew that I had to learn the skills. There's a key there. I knew I had to learn the skills because I didn't know how to do the skills
So that what that's what leads me to this point of this message about this episode, and and this is what I want you to really get is because I didn't I didn't know either. You know, I went from playing an incredibly high level of of tennis into another sport that I'd never played up until that point, and so I thought, you know, I got a real lesson that day. The first golf lesson that I had was, oh. This is not as easy as it looks, and it's not. It's incredibly technical, and, uh, you know, you only have to be out millimetres and you can make er- error upon error. So that's why there's there's a, a big, you know, mental struggle with golf that people have. But the message here for you is is when you don't know how to do something, it doesn't mean that you're hopeless at it. It just means that you have not yet learned the skills for it. So each time, and this is what I want you to really get, because this is going to not only help you now, but this is going to help you for the rest of your life and have this attitude. So each time that you are stepping into a new arena, each time that you are trying something new, what I want you to do is go into that with a beginner's mind. Be curious to know how to get better. Beginner's mind and be curious to know how to get better. Because if you have that approach, not only now, so even in your sport, there's probably things that that you may not be executing very well. Okay, go in with a beginner's mindset and learn how to do it properly. Be curious to know how you can make it better. Because I want you to have this approach, like I just said it before, I want you to have this approach for the rest of your life. Because when you can do that, when you can go into that, in, into something that you haven't done before, or something that you don't do very well, or something that you're not good at, go in with that beginner's mindset. Go in with that that attitude of being curious, because what it will do for you, it will allow you to be much more open to learning, and you're going to learn so much more by doing that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You got some work to do. Uh, if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate if you could share these episodes with your friends because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. If you got value out of today's episode, I'd love it too. If you would leave a comment below wherever you hear this episode, that'd be awesome. Appreciate that too. And let's get on with it. So I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an awesome day, take care, talk soon. Before you go, do you have a free copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life? To get your free copy, go to tiffanymica.com forward slash free book. Look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.